Coming to you from the middle of the country, a new voice in politics, a show that is breaking away from the two-party system. In the Middle, with your host, Justin Staten. Hey everybody, welcome back to In the Middle, the podcast that bridges the gap between politics and reality. Good Tuesday morning to you. I'm glad you're here for another episode of In the Middle. I am still a little bit under the weather, so I may sound... Uh, a little off and a little nasally and if that's annoying I genuinely apologize for that but I want to make sure that I bring a new show every single day so I'm committed to being here with you guys rain or shine uh, feeling good or not feeling good so here I am got a good show for you guys today couple things liberals are now boycotting Walgreens and it's not because they raised the price of monsters. Um, so we're going to get into that in today's show. Also, there's new January 6th videos out as of last night. And they definitively show a different narrative than what we've all been led to believe. So we're going to cover that on today's show. And when was the last time you or anyone you know either took a medication or got a procedure or operation done that benefited that benefited someone else. That's the question I have for you guys because we're going to talk about that a little bit on today's show. Yeah, wait, when when was the last time you decided to take a prescription medication for someone else to protect them? Uh my guess is you're probably scratching your head thinking, what the hell are you even talking about, Justin? Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about, so stick around for that. But first, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show, guys, share the show. That would mean the world to me. It'll help other people find it, and we can build this in-the-middle coalition of people who are tired of inept politicians and the status quo in Washington, D.C., and the extreme political ideologies on both sides. I mean, I, I, and if I'm bringing this chamois out too much, let me know. But I just, I believe we can make these changes, guys, and we, we're going to need to band together to do this, to end the political, extreme political ideologies, to root out and defeat the two-party uh, system, two-party political system in America to get our government back on track, defeat wokeism, the Marxist communism attacks on our country. We have to band together to do this. So share the show. You sharing the show helps get more people uh, involved, which means we can make a change. So it would mean the world to me. Share the show. Also, wherever you're listening to this at, please leave me a rating and a review It'll help push the show up in the algorithm so other people can find it, and it'll help me create a better show for you. Look, guys, I don't run ads on the show. I, I do the show for free. I come every day. So if this made you think, made you laugh, got you fired up, then please just pay the fee and share the show. That's the only fee to coming and listening to every episode. Also got some interviews coming up here in the future, which I'm really excited about to be airing those as well. So without further ado, let's get on with it. When was the last time you guys decided to take a medication or 
get a medical procedure done that you felt benefited someone else or to be more specific that you thought protected someone else it's it's a head scratcher right it's like if your doctor said hey you need blood pressure medicine and you decided to take that medicine did you take it because you thought your blood pressure issues might harm someone else and and just think about that over the only place I can think about this is like COVID. Because I'm pretty sure that's the only time we were told to take a medication to protect other people. Not not to protect ourselves when in every other facet of our lives we determine whether we're gonna take a medication or get a procedure done or an operation based off of our medical needs or care or what we needed. So isn't it funny? I mean, I don't think it's funny. I, I, I think it's manipulation and it's horrible. But isn't it funny that that's what we were sold and told for how many months? Get the vaccine. You'll protect everybody. You'll protect your, your grandparents. Your parents. Protect teachers. I remember that one. I remember hearing that one over and over. They wanted to vaccinate the kids to protect the teachers. Ridiculous. Well, I mean, while they had the schools closed down, of course. Because we had to close the schools. But I saw an interesting tweet uh, by Dr. Ahmad Malik. And, and he said that. He said, can anyone tell me a drug or operation an, an individual takes not for themselves, but to protect others? And some of the conversation that pursued was, was quite interesting and hilarious. Mr. This one guy, uh, his name is actually Mr. Batman. And I know that sounds crazy, but some of these Twitter handles, guys, are interesting and funny. But even though his... Twitter handle is sophomoric. His response wasn't. And what he said was was really good. And he said, no, you do realize they say it's to protect others, not because that's based on medicine or science. But they said that because it's based on behavioral psychology, finding that compliance is highest when a decision is made to protect others. It's nothing to do with medicine or science. And in there lies the manipulation. It's why I bring it up. I talk about COVID a lot. I talk about COVID a lot because I believe it's one of the greatest crimes against humanity. And I believe when the dust settles, that's what we're going to see. And so I want to sprinkle in some of these things just as reminders to you guys on how big the scam and the sham really was. And that's part of it was the messaging. The messaging behind get the shot, get COVID, you know, uh, make sure to stay in your home, shelter in place. We were lied to. We were manipulated. And this is, you know, we've known for many years that our government lies to us. Most of us, in, including myself, at uh, long intervals of my life, either refused to believe that the government lies to us or didn't care that the government lied to us. Well, now here we are in a place where 
it seems like everything is falling apart. We, we, we can't function even on a basic level in our government. We're $31 trillion in debt, which is astronomical, guys. Our, our debt service, our debt payments are very soon going to outpace our total spending on defense annually. Meaning the debt payments we have to make on the $31 trillion is going to outpace defense spending, which is one of our highest spending categories in our budget annually. It's insane. It's out of control. And it's not sustainable. We will go bankrupt if we don't start changing things now. But it's kind of hard when you got a government who will lie to you and manipulate you and gaslight you into believing that you have to do things to virtue signal and to show and to prove that you're a good person. Let me be the first to tell you guys, you don't have to, you don't have to fall victim to these manipulation tactics anymore and to these tricks. You really don't. Sorry, I'm a adjusting my microphone here a little bit. You really don't have to fall victim to this anymore. Don't fall for the manipulation tactics anymore. I'll be the first to tell you, you're good people. You're a good person. If you're listening to this right now, know you're a good person. You have the ability to do good things. And I genuinely believe you want to do what's best for other people. And you don't want to hurt people. You don't want to inadvertently, you know, hurt people and or cheat or steal or do any of those things. We know that. The government knows that. These politicians know that. That's why it's so easy to manipulate you. And that's why so much of the manipulation revolves around virtue signaling. Because they've found out through study after study in behavioral psychology that compliance is the highest when a decision is made to protect others. So do you ever notice how most of the manipulation surrounds you doing something that protects someone else? Call somebody by their pronouns. Or there's going to be violence. People will kill themselves if you don't call them by their pronouns. They'll be singled out or they'll be harassed or they'll be what? That's not true. And they do the same thing with race and religions and everything else. And so that's why I brought it up. And that's why I wanted to talk about it this morning because I read that and I was like, yeah, when, when was the last time any of us made a medical decision based off of other people? Now, to be clear, that's not to say that like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and take treatments for cancer or whatever because I want to be around for my family. We're not talking about that. We're talking about taking a medication or getting a procedure done or an operation because you felt it would protect somebody else. It's absurd, but that was the messaging behind COVID and so many of us fell for it. And we have to stop falling for the manipulation. New January 6th videos came out last night on the Tucker Carlson show. And regardless of what you might may or may not think about Tucker Carlson, uh, he was given all this video evidence by the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. 
a lot of this has been held up by the former Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, in the January 6th committee. They refused to release these thousands and thousands, thousands of hours of, of video surveillance in and around the Capitol for the last two years, almost three years. Why? That's question number one is why did the former Speaker of the House and the January 6th committee refuse to release the footage? Kind of makes you wonder if they had something to hide. Well, it's obvious now, guys, and I will get right to the point. It's because they were lying. And and the the entire January 6th narrative in the media and on Capitol Hill and primarily from the Democrats and a couple uh, Republicans were involved. Adding Kinzinger was one of them, which is why I think he's a bedwetting, thumb-sucking buffoon. Not, not because he's a Republican that sat on the January 6th committee, but because he has no character, no backbone. He, he went and told his constituents he was a Republican and conservative and all these things, but then got to Congress and did none of it. Voted along with Democrats the entire time. Wanted to, you know, get a TV contract. And basically did nothing he promised his constituents, which is the problem with the swamp and these D.C. swamp rats. And then sat up there on the January 6th committee hearing and cried like a baby. It was all effing theater. But they lied. That's, that's the nuts and bolts. What this new footage has proven is that the January 6th committee, the Democrats and the media, the corporate media in America, lied to you. January 6th was not... Not only was it not a deadly insurrection, it wasn't an insurrection at all. Most of us have known that. From the beginning, we've known that. So everything that has been said about January 6th, everything that they, they claimed, has all now been proven to be bullshit. And I don't know about you, but frankly, I'm tired of the constant lying and manipulation by these people and they don't even care they don't care because they know you and me and everybody in our history have had such short attention spans that because they knew they were lying this this new video footage that that tucker carlson aired on his show last night proves they were lying without a doubt, proves that the narrative that they spun on the January 6th committee and what they testified to in that hearing was lies, like doctored lies. Like they even manipulated the video at certain intervals to sell a lie. And it's absurd. And I'm tired of being lied to. And they they knew they were lying, but they knew they could get away with it because even though there was a chance they were going to lose the House of Representatives to the Republicans, they still thought they'd get away with it. Because most Republicans, and, and again, guys, all January 6th is, all it is, all it's ever been made out to be 
is an insurrection led by Donald Trump so that they could criminally prosecute him for an insurrection, making sure he could never run for president again. That's literally all this was. And I don't care what side of you of the spectrum you're on or have been on or whether you voted for Donald Trump, didn't vote for Donald Trump, hate mean tweets, hate orange man, love him. I don't care. You have a coordinated effort by Washington, D.C. swamp rats, the corporate media, the politicians, the bureaucrats to falsely accuse somebody of something they didn't do and then bring them up on charges. That is third world country shit. It is so un-American. And it should piss you off. You should be irate that our that's what our government has turned into. And then they'll turn around and lie to the American people because they know most of us are still pretty reasonable humans that apply logic and common sense to most things. And if we would have seen all of the January 6th footage, we would have came to a different conclusion of the whole event. But that's not the conclusion they wanted us to have. Again, they were going to tell you a story, not the story. It's manipulation. It's lying. So a couple things came out with this January 6th footage that that he aired last night. And if you didn't see it, um, you can catch it on social media. I'm sure there's videos out on Facebook, Twitter. You can go to uh, his show, see it. He's also going to air more tonight, and I believe some more tomorrow. There are a couple limits with what he could release and could not release. One, they didn't have facial recognition, um, so they couldn't figure out like if if there were certain people in the crowd like federal agents for example there's pretty clear evidence at this point i think it's going to come out more and more over the next couple months that there were federal agents and federal informants in the crowd not only that but there were paid agitators in the crowd this is not conspiracy theory and i'm frankly effing tired of hearing that term So I'm going to stop using it. It's not a conspiracy theory. There is plenty of evidence and plenty of reporting that shows that there were federal informants, federal agents in civilian clothes dressed as Trump supporters and paid agitators on the ground that day. Now, so they didn't have facial recognition, so they couldn't look at this video with facial recognition software and figure out who was who and get names, et cetera. So there's going to be more investigating that needs to come. But there were a few things that they were able to do. One is prove not only was it not an insurrection, it definitely wasn't a deadly insurrection. There is absolutely zero evidence that anyone in that crowd that day was armed. Not one. But do you know why they were using the deadly narrative because people were carrying flagpoles and those could be used as weapons that's literally when asked the january 6th committee how this was a deadly insurrection or if you ask people in the media the reporters for msnbc cnn and all all the propagandist arms of the government 
They said because they were carrying flagpoles, which could be used as weapons. And, and you heard it, how many times did you hear Biden said it, Kamala Harris said it, Nancy Pelosi said it, the January 6th committee people said it, CNN said it, MSNBC said it, ABC, CBS, you get the point. They all said that between one and four police officers were killed during the January 6th insurrection. Also not true. Proven not true. It's garbage. The new footage proves it's not true. Not even close. The only officer that passed away was Brian Sibnick. And if you remember the stories behind him, Officer Sibnick, it was that he was hit over the head with a fire extinguisher and killed during their insurrection. Not true. The new footage shows him clearly still walking through the Capitol putting signs behind statues, directing people out of the Capitol, totally fine, hours after he was claimed to have been killed by the Democrats and the media. The new footage clearly shows he's still very much alive. Oh, and by the way, he's wearing a helmet. So I find it hard to believe that hours before that, he was beat over the head with a fire extinguisher, and died because he didn't he was still very much alive hours later still in the capitol it's on the footage but the january 6th committee the liar committee is what we might as well call it held that footage back but still said that he died as a result of the deadly insurrection it's horrible they they use they used somebody's life to carry out this lie they they that is grotesque this man died what i believe and and i'd have to confirm this so i don't i'm not saying this is a guarantee but if i remember right his brother or brother-in-law came out a long time ago and said no no he didn't die because of like a violent insurrection like he wasn't killed like he had a stroke or something Later that night. Well, if that's true, the, the video evidence actually backs it up because he's seen on camera in the Capitol, still very much alive hours after they said he was killed. And for the record, no other staff, Capitol City Police or anyone died. Nobody. The only person that died on January 6th was Ashley Babbitt, who was shot in the neck by a Capital City police officer. Security. That's it. That's the only person who died. And she was unarmed. Weighing in at like a 5'7", five, 5'6", five, and probably 130 pounds soaking wet Ashley Babbitt. Uh, <laughs> literally a threat to nobody was not a threat to and everybody that was around her when she was shot said she was a threat to nobody yes she was being vocal and she was you know with them and with the protesters but she was a threat to nobody and they executed her shot her 
unarmed, non-lethal threat. They shot her, killed her. She's the only person to die, to be killed as a result of the January 6th. I'm going to back up a little bit and say, yes, for sure, people went into the Capitol. Yes, for sure, there was vandalism. People broke windows, broke doors. But the new footage shows that these agitators that I'm talking about, but I believe were paid agitators to be there. They're either agitators, informants, or federal officials undercover. And I believe they were, because they knew guys, they knew like, January 6th, the, the, the protest did not just spring up naturally that day. It was planned. The whole thing was planned. Like they were set. I remember seeing the communications going out saying, Hey, we're having a rally January 6th in Washington, DC. Come make your voice hurt. I almost went and decided due to work commitments that I couldn't because I was going to go because I also felt like the, the election was fishy and it didn't go well. Like it, not that it didn't go well because the, the candidate I voted for didn't win, but there were a lot of what seemed to be and still seemed to be irregularities with the votes. So it was a planned thing. It didn't just spring up. So if you don't think that the FBI and these paid agitators and Antifa and all these people didn't have a heads up it was coming, they did. And they saw this as an opportunity to smear Republicans, specifically Trump supporters and Donald Trump, by making sure there were FBI informants in the crowd. They knew it was coming. They reduced the amount of capital city police that were going to be on, on duty that day. That was a Nancy Pelosi decision. Well, sergeant of arms, but reports to Nancy Pelosi and was told... You didn't need to call in all this extra people. You didn't need to get the National Guard in here to help. Even though they knew a permit was pulled for the for the protesters to go down to the Capitol after their rally, they've already pulled a permit to do it. So they knew. Nancy Pelosi knew. The FBI knew. Democrats knew. They all knew these supporters were coming down to the Capitol because they pulled a permit to do so. They had a heads up. They knew it was coming. And they were going to make a spectacle of it. So they paid agitators to show up. There's plenty of evidence to show agitators showing up and literally changing into Trump gear. Like Trump supporters caught them on camera. We know there were FBI informants in the crowd and we know there's video of D.C. police stopping people dressed in civilian clothes because their sidearms were showing that video evidence exists. And when they pulled him over and said, Hey, what, what's up with the guns? You guys got a permit to carry that. And they're like, Oh no, Hey, we're, we're officers, federal agents going down to the rally. And when you watch the video, yes, there were a few agitators at the front of that crowd, every single video where a window was broken or a fence was tore down. There were agitators. And these agitators, you can clearly see, are telling the other people to commit crimes. Hey, let's tear this up. Hey, let's break this door. Hey, let's go into the Capitol. And there were a lot of Trump supporters saying, no, guys, don't fall for it. Don't do this. But a lot of people did. 
And how do you know that it wasn't a violent insurrection or an insurrection at all? Because the only organized, the only organization of the whole thing was the agitators trying to convince everybody else to go in. And a lot of people ended up going in, but it's so funny now that the new footage is out, what it looks like. Now, we, we've seen the images on TV. It looks like it's pandemonium and chaos and, and you know, all these people are rushing in and beating cops. And it, that's not actually what it looked like when you look at all the surveillance tapes. It looks like complete unorganized chaos, randomness, that people, they got in the Capitol and they just didn't really know what to do after that. They're walking around, hanging out. Hell, there was a few people even picking up stuff that got knocked over and tidying up. Such a violent insurrection. They're tidying up the Capitol building. A lot of them are sightseeing. They got the phones out. They're taking pictures. And you can tell that for most of the people in the Capitol at that point, they have a true reverence for the capital. They're not breaking shit. They're not beating up cops. They're not doing anything that you were all told was happening. To include the QAnon shaman, who on the new footage that was released was literally being escorted around the capital by two capital uh, police officers. The whole time. They're not trying to restrain him. They're not trying to... They're literally walk opening doors for him. He asked if he could go into the Senate chamber and they were trying to get him in. At one point, they went to a door that was locked and they were trying to open the door for him. And then they finally let him into the Senate chamber. They were with him the whole time. It was like a guided tour. And now this guy's sitting in prison for four years when you had two Capital City police officers giving him the tour, walking around with him. Last I checked, guys, if a police officer is with you and does not restrain you, stop you, or promotes you committing the crime, they're an accessory to that crime. Now, I'm not crapping on the Capitol Police. I'm not. And I I think, you know, they did a, a great job that day not letting it get crazy or not trying to beat back protesters like the morons who threw tear gas into a peaceful crowd because that happened too. So I'm not trying to beat up on them. But this guy is spending four years in prison and he didn't even have access to these tapes for his trial and his case which is a clear violation of the Constitution. But the January 6th committee wouldn't release the footage. Neither would Nancy Pelosi. It took Kevin McCarthy coming in. And God, I'm no Kevin McCarthy supporter. I think he's a swamp rat too. He's just doing enough to appease the people because he sees the upheaval that's coming. And you know what? Kevin McCarthy proved me wrong, but You've been there a long time. I think you're pretty swampy at this part, at this point. But at least he released the tapes because the American people have a right to see the whole context of January 6th. So this shaman is being escorted around. And you guys remember him. He's dressed like buffalo head, face painted, wearing like a loincloth for pants. That guy, the guy they made a big deal about. Just walking around with the Capitol Police with him. Escorting him. 
I'm not saying it's a, like a conspiracy, like, oh, they were... Es-. No, no, no. Like, they were literally just walking around with him because they didn't view him as a threat like the mainstream media had turned him into. Like, he was like the leader of this, you know, deadly insurrection. Clearly not the case. They didn't feel threatened by him. He walked by no fewer on the new footage that's been released. Like, 10 police officers. Not one of them stopped him. Not one. Not one restrained him. Not not any. The only time that the Capital City Police tried to restrain people was outside at some of the the block points and uh, on the lower level of the Capitol uh, there was a squirmish with Capitol Police and some of the what I believe were agitators and I do believe yes some Trump supporters were in, involved in that I'm not I'm not saying that they're all innocent because vandalism did happen windows were broken doors were broken uh, there were scuffles with police I think most of it was paid agitators and fired up Trump supporters that let their emotions get the best of them. And they're wrong for doing that, just to be clear. I know I'm not condoning on any level vandalizing anything. However, I will say this. If we were going to vandalize any buildings in America, it would be the buildings that we, the people, own, not private citizens own. So yeah, I'd rather see a public building vandalized that we share in together than to see private property vandalized. It's not an endorsement for vandalizing things, so don't take it that way. But guys, this this footage shows that everything they said was a lie to include the QAnon shaman who was escorted around. This guy wasn't even afforded a fair trial. He wasn't even presented with the evidence that was being used against him. And yeah, you'll see lefties out there going, whoa, but he pled guilty to these charges and blah. What else was he supposed to do? He was literally brought up on charges for entering the Capitol building. He entered the building. What is he going to say? No, I wasn't there. He was plastered all over the media. He, what other options did he have? What I'm saying is he shouldn't have been prosecuted. He shouldn't have had charges. I mean, if you want to, you know, charge him for entering the Capitol. Okay, sure. But you got Capital City police officers walking him around. Are they accessory? Then they should be charged too. And if you're not going to charge them, you can't charge him. Or at least knock it down to a misdemeanor, slap him on the wrist, and send him home. Because that would have been fair. This is our third world government. They take something that happened, completely take it out of context, spin it into a narrative that it's a deadly insurrection, and they pump that. They're still pumping that. In the new footage that shows the entire context of the situation and what was going on inside and around the Capitol does not show that. And there is a reason they didn't want all the footage released. And the final thing that was hilarious was in the committee, they were trying to show that Senator Josh Hawley was like running out of the chamber that he helped incite this violence, quote-unquote, and I'm using air quotes, but then when it came, he was the first one to run out of the chamber. And they actually showed this in the committee hearings, the January 6th committee hearings, and they showed that was literally their narrative. He inflamed the violence and then was the first one to run, and they showed this little clip of Senator Hawley running through the hallways, and everybody in the committee chambers laughed when they played it for the first time. 
But here's the problem. They doctored the video. They edited the video down. Because the re- if you see the video in the whole context, it shows dozens of lawmakers being escorted and ran out of the chamber by police officers, escorted by police officers, dozens. And Senator Hawley just happened to be the last one to leave. He was trailing the pack of dozens of lawmakers being run out of there by the Capital City Police. Or the Capitol Police. I don't know why I keep saying the Capital City Police, but it's just in my head. So that's what I'm saying. He was the last one. He was trailing the group. He wasn't the first one to run out. He was literally trailing behind the rest of the lawmakers that ran out. But you would have to see the whole video to understand that context. How shameful. You've got the January 6th committee literally calling out a colleague of, and don't get me wrong, guys, this is not me all of a sudden supporting the Swamp Rats. I think Josh Ali is probably one of the better ones. But you have a colleague of yours in a January 6th committee, which is garbage, saying that you incited the violence and then were the first one to run like a coward. And they, put, they, they plastered that all over the news. When if you watch the whole tape, he was not running out and leading the pack. He was the last one. He was trailing the pack. It's pathetic. Lies. It's all lies. And I think there's going to be more video coming out tonight, more context given context given tonight, more context giving, given tomorrow. And I'll bring you what's important. I'll bring you the facts and the truth. And the truth is, guys, right now, January 6th, was a lie. There was a protest on January 6th. There was vandalism on January 6th. People entered the Capitol building on January 6th. What it was not and will never be, if you watch all of the footage from January 6th, is a deadly insurrection. And anyone calling it that or trying to sell that is a liar. Period. The end. They are lying to you. And it is pathetic and sad and it needs to stop. Stop letting them manipulate and lie to you. To us. It's pathetic. So when you start seeing all these people trying to say, oh, no, 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 no. It was, it was. They're a liar. Or they're so glued to their ideology that when the full context and the truth and the facts of a situation come out, they refuse to see it. Because it doesn't fit their political narrative and their ideology, i.e. their identity. Don't be that person that your identity is so fixed that you will turn your back on facts and the truth. Don't be that person. And if you know that person, send them this show. Tell them to listen to this show. And I'll tell them, don't be that person. You're better than that. And it's okay to be wrong. Shit, we've all been wrong over the last three years. How many of us believed in COVID? 
The whole narrative. How many of us were suckered into and, and manipulated into doing stuff and acting in ways we normally wouldn't act? I'll raise my hand and say, shamefully, there were times where I was like, oh, maybe I should be wearing a mask. And I'd put the mask on. And I felt, I feel dumb now because it, it was a manipulation. I was lied to. I also consented to be controlled, guys. But it's okay to say, yeah, you know what? I was lied to. I was manipulated. I was wrong. And January 6th is no different. You were lied to. You're still being lied to. It's okay to understand you've been lied to. If you don't believe me, go watch the footage. Go watch the tapes. Go see for yourself. Go see what it looks like compared to what you were sold. Look at it for yourself. And then you'll know you were lied to. All right, moving on, guys. So Gavin Newsom in California, the, the communist leader of, of California out there, is boycotting Walgreens. And it's not because Walgreens, like, raised the price of monster energy drinks or whatever communists like to drink. Um, but it's because Walgreens has come out and said, hey, we're not, we're not going to sell... Uh, abortion pills, I think it's the morning after pill, uh, in 20 different states now, California being one of those states. So California is up in arms because Walgreens is no longer wanting to sell abortion pills, which I, I believe it's just the, that's what the headline says. I believe they're just referring to the morning after pills, which, you know, if, if, you know, you take after, you know, within so much, so many hours of having intercourse, it could, you know, shed your lining of your uterus so that you, it's not possible for you to get pregnant. Um, and, or it could be the actual abortion pill. I'm not sure. Uh, I didn't read that deep into the story because the whole premise of this is ridiculous. Walgreens, you know, there, I've seen so many people on the left saying, oh, this company doesn't want to sell abortion pills, boycott them, cancel them. Uh, don't do business when they should go bankrupt and go out of business. And then they call them in the same breath, in the same sentence, they're fascists. And it's like, guys, it's mind-numbing. The liberal logic is so mind-numbingly painful. It's like the reverse of actual logic. They don't realize they're they're being fascists. Like, let's get all the corporate entities together and the government to go after one company who doesn't share our political ideologies. And let's get rid of them. That's fascism. They preach fascism and then call other people fascism, which just proves liberal logic is accuse everybody else of doing what you're doing and just keep ramping it up. That's liberal logic, and it's old. It's, it's no better than, and, and I would argue worse than, when 20 years ago, conservative Christians told people they couldn't marry because marriage is between a man and a woman. Well, of course, biblical marriage is between a man and a woman. That doesn't mean that's biblical. That's, that's your religion. That's your belief. But that shouldn't be put on everyone else. It shouldn't be forced to believe what you believe. And that made sense back then that you shouldn't force people to believe what, what you believe. 
But with liberals, no. Let's force everybody to believe what we believe. And if you don't, we're going to cancel you. Or we're going to team up to destroy you. It's fascism. They are the fascists. They accuse you of what they are, in fact, doing. Because it's not like you can't find abortion pills in California. (laughs) I mean, Walgreens not saying, hey, we're not going to, you know, our personal beliefs and our company beliefs is that we don't support this. So we're just not going to offer that service. Is their right as a private company? They're allowed to do that. And it's not like you can't find abortion pills at another store or a state-run clinic, Planned Parenthood. But no, let's you, you don't believe our ideologies? You don't support women's reproductive health? And again, how is that? I love how the, it's always like the, the verbiage, then the words, women's reproductive health. How is that women's reproductive health? Is there, I mean, most of you probably don't even understand. And those who have gone through it, you know, I'm, you know, I, whether it was the right decision, wrong decision, that's for you to decide. But you know, the process is usually not an easy one, like physiologically easy. So I'm not sure how that's reproductive health. Um, it doesn't make any sense. But that's, that's the verbiage they use, and I digress. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole today. The point is, is how are you going to cancel Walgreens for making a personal decision? And isn't it funny, and this is, this is where you can see liberal logic. Liberal logic only works for liberals, and it's never actually logical, and it is always hypocritical and double standard, right? Because not that long ago, let me think. Yeah, I think I remember not that long ago Liberals saying something along the lines of, well, it's a private company. They can, they can do whatever they want. When they were referring to the censorship that was going on on social media platforms to include Twitter, wow, then it was, uh, it's a private company. If they want to, you know, they want to censor people, they can. It's their choice. It's a, it's a private company. How quickly they forget. Well, because it's always a double standard. See, liberal logic also always has a double standard attached to it. So, of course, it's okay when it's a company that aligns with our ideologies to do what they... It's their private. They can do what they want. But when Walgreens decides, eh, we just... We don't want to sell abortion pills anymore. (gasps) Ah, Cancel them. They should go bankrupt. This public company should go out of business and they can't do that. They can't. Why are the, why won't they support women's health? They, you can't do that. Well, they can. They're a private company. Remember? I mean, liberal logic guys. So anyway, Gavin Newsom came out and said, California won't be doing business with Walgreens or any company that cowers to the extremists and puts women's lives at risk. We're done. Gavin Newsom is such a tool bag, guys. Like, I'm so happy I don't live in California. And they're running out of you. He's he's such a tool bag and such a moron Marxist fool. Like he's ah, oh, he's he's the worst amongst us, guys. Like, he is the last thing to aspire to be. How during his COVID lockdowns, he was out getting dinner. Rules for thee, not for me, because I'm better than you. That's Gavin Newsom. The, the state of California is running out of U-Haul trucks. 
You can't get one in California. I wonder why that is, Gavin Newsom. Because people are tired of living under communism. You guys can't even get the homeless people off your streets and get them the help they need. You got one mayor, one mayor in California that is actually fixing the homeless population in a city. One. The rest of them are so liberal idiots with their liberal logic that they can't figure it out. I'm sorry I'm beating up on liberal logic. For all you liberals out there, remember what I said, though. We need good liberals. We need good conservatives. We need good libertarians. We need good people from all spectrum. We just can't be ideologues. We just can't be ideologues. And liberal ideologies, the, the where it's come to and developed to, is absurdly ridiculous most of the time because it's liberal logic is illogical always because it always comes with double standards and uh, a bunch of other words I can't use. Well, I mean, I can use, but then I got to put explicit on the podcast and then people, which I think this one I have to anyway, because I said a few bad words today, but anyway, it's stupid. Gavin Newsom, if you don't want to do business with Walgreens, I'm sure they're going to be fine. Hell, my guess, their sales will probably go up. Their stock price will go up. It might have an initial pullback. It's going to go up because there's a whole bunch of Americans out there that that will support them just because you don't, because you're a moron and you are driving California into the ground. But you know you are. You know you are. You like being a communist dictator. It's all good. Well, hey, guys, I got to leave it there. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope I brought you some good information, some good logic. Um, and, yeah, just some genuine value. And if you if you think so, make sure to share the show. It would mean the world to me. I've got to get to work, so I've got to get going. But I will be back here again tomorrow, and I cannot wait until then. But until then, guys, have a good day and take care. Ha ha. Have a good American day and take care. All right, guys.